But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's Lima time time. It's, it's Lima time. I want to do. I was almost did the racist thing there, but then I forgot that we are better than that. <laughs> but I had a real, I had a strong urge to just like start just like screaming and shooting like pistols off. It's it's so it's so addicting. I mean, I I can't. I don't I don't like that. It's it's sort of what I did. Could for it a be, while. Pay, be paying homage? Uh we'd have to get someone. We'd have to get. Yeah, we'd have to get someone to sign off on on. Yes, this is respectful. It's definitely not respectful. <laughs> but they'd have to say, like, yeah, we're cool with it. No, yeah, they're not. Okay, yeah, right. But I, I just feel like it's like, because you're not really, like, being disrespectful. Like, m- being disrespectful is like when you're like, uh, we got to keep all those jaguars and cats that are coming up from Central America and Mexico, and then also <laughs> all the Mexicans to build a wall. That's pretty disrespectful. Yes, yes, that's very disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> but there are there are jaguars and, and jungle cats making their way up into, uh, into Texas and... uh that's more of a pressing issue than a cartel, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, you see a cartel coming. You you do not see a jaguar sitting in the passenger seat of your car, ready to rip your face off. And they, are, they can blend in. They're like the they're like the predator. That's the biggest threat. Oh god, yeah. So yeah, people watch out. Uh, Baseball is great, but we need to talk about uh, actual jungle cats making their way up from Central America. Yeah, we, to, uh, we have build fi- to build that wall. We have a finger. We have a finger on the pulse. You know, because I always build thought cat, like build that cat wall. The the the. The wall makes sense in a world where boats and helicopters and planes don't exist, but for for jungle cats, then then that wall is absolutely yeah, it's, necessary. Yeah, it's, it's for it's for critters. It's for snakes. Mexican <laughs> snakes. They're they're verifiably bad. You got jungle cats. You got <laughs> you got then you got the Mexican version of all the animals. They're worse. They're worst. <laughs> like like the eagle, the Mexican eagle. It's infinitely worse. Like ours is a like a regal type bird. The Mexican eagle is just it's vicious. <laughs> The, the use of critters set me off. I don't know what it was. Got me. That's funny. Uh, we are sponsored by Bravado Spice and and also somebody yeah, yeah. else. Say something nice about Bravado because I have to do – I'm going to do a very long bit for a new badass sponsor that I'm super excited about. Sweet. Hopefully it means sacks of money or at least some free stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, Bravado Spice is the best and if you haven't tasted it, then you're just being obstinate. At this point, like you're just oppositional, and yep. there's the, you're you're going out of your way to not try the best hot sauce that you have ever had in your entire life, and if you're willing to make that sacrifice, then then God bless you, and may God help you with your blindness, uh, because Bravado Spice is the absolute best. I personally recommend the Serrano and Basil. Um, I like I very much like spicy things. I I cannot do the Crimson Reserve. It's it, it gets me, and and so if you want to get straight up dominated. And I know that's a thing because of 50, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Fifty Shades of Grey and whatnot, which I've I've seen about. Yeah, if you want to meet a, a a young billionaire that's into kinky sex stuff and has no personality, then that's. But it's on your taco, which, wait. Wait, is it? Well, that, yeah, that, that was like the wrong one to pick. Yeah, and should have gone with something else. But but in in both the literal and figurative sense, if you want it on your taco, then hmm. uh, go for it. So yeah. all right, tell us about your about about. Well, our new yes, sponsor. Yeah, it's, no, yeah, it's, it's my, my own personal, personal sponsorship. 
they they made sure they they made sure for me to say like James is not included. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, anybody that lives in the city and is actually cool, so mm. none of you listening probably. <laughs> gotcha. Got it. Oh, and all of you nerds, you are y'all suck. But I need you to be loyal and nice not to me. Um, you may be familiar with a uh, a really cool local T-shirt company, and or a, a certain amount of T-shirts that have been kind of going around. Um, I've seen I've seen this shirt and uh, for a long time the, their flagship shirt, and uh, and I ended up meeting a guy, and he we're best friends now, and he wanted to sponsor the show. Um, it's a just a brilliant company. I'm super into them. They're called uh, it's it's canned it's canned oxygen design, and uh, the the flagship T-shirt that I'm talking about is the uh, it's a it's a Texas. With the Super Mario Three map as the landscape, it's so cool. I like it, and it's got like a, uh, it's got, it's got the little Alamo. So it, it looks just like the um, a map in, in Super Mario Three, which you know, played to my childlike sensibilities. <laughs> but the uh, the reason that that Tyler, who is the guy that designs and makes these shirts, uh, wanted to team up with us is one of the absolute coolest shirts I've ever seen. Um, I'm pulling up just to look at it. I'm super into t-shirts. I don't know why. That's why I'm so excited. Okay, so this... Uh, I like how they hide the hideous contours of my body. Shirts. Yes. Gym. And before I before I, uh, I talk about this this one design, there's a bunch of designs too. It's uh, it's pretty H-Town and Texas-centric, and uh, they're cool. They're, it's not hokey. The t-shirts are real... Uh, they're high quality, I think. I, he sells them for 20 or 25 bucks, which some people are like, that's just egregious. <laughs> I'm from the school of thought where if you pay if you get a twenty five dollar t shirt, it it will last. He yeah. uh he uses some some sort of uh graph like some printing some weird technique that I don't know. <laughs> he was talking jargon to me. But uh he literally just he looked on the he on the shirt he gave me, he was looked at the stuff on there, he's like, Yeah, that's not gonna crack or peel. Like that will last you uh that won't peel for a, a few years. Sweet, um, and it's and it's soft and it fits good. So they're really good T-shirts. Like it's one of my favorite T-shirts already. So and I'm not even that's not even a sponsorship like plug it. I love it. Okay, so this T-shirt, it's got a uh, five Astros on it, and they are pixelated, and it says Crush City. Here. I'm gonna send it to you so you can kind of help me with this. I don't know how to. I'm gonna I'm gonna take pictures and stuff. Yeah, and uh, obviously. And then, of course, we are, we're going to get a bunch of cool shirts because we're badass. Right. I mean, I'm sending this to you right now. But it's uh, they're like they're like video game like 16 bit, but they're clear. I know I can't. You're going to see it and you're going to you're going to understand what I'm saying. Okay. And it's re- and it's really bad. Okay, it's really badass. So uh, and then I have a, he also has a Rockets one that says Clutch City, and I'm I'm wearing that one right now. Nice. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's got a a Grease Lightning. It has the Grease Lightning from Astro World, and it says uh. Oh man, I love these shirts. I'm so excited right now. I love t-shirts. I hope I get, he gives me all the money too. He's gonna give us a bunch of money. He's gonna give us shirts. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, um, no, I'm I'm really interested in the. Uh, I like. I'm a nost- I'm like a nostalgia person too. So I like t-shirts. And then when stuff like. All right. So yeah, it's it has a uh, the entire like picture of of Grease Lightning, and then under it says everything not saved will be lost. <laughs> I love it. All, also with the same slogan, the Houston Astrodome. Which is a dope shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm sending this to you, and then uh, and I'll, I'll take some pictures and I'll send the links out and stuff. But yeah, Tyler rules. The shirts are great, uh, and I wouldn't need all of you wearing them. And if you you'd be 
be dumb if you didn't buy this. Like, you really seriously, you'd be stupid. Sweet. All right. All right, so I'm sending that to you so you can just say one nice thing. And, uh, yeah, people seek us out now, you bozos. So, yeah, like, res- cool. respect us for once. Yeah. yeah, people are like, hey, let's team up. You actually bring something to my to his business. So, yeah, sorry, buddy. Sorry, we're valuable now. Yeah. All right, so, uh, and our baseball team's good. We're, I'm just on a, I'm on a, I'm on a high right now. On an actual high, I'm on peyote. <laughs> Wait, I'm not on peyote. It's something called coyote. That's not good. All right, All right. So I'm just I'm seeing the crush the crush city shirt, and that's pretty that's pretty incredible. And, and it's five uh, it's five famous Astros. So it's not he picked his five eight favorite players. So they're not uh, they're not all current. And you can kind of tell on a couple of them. Yeah. I don't know. It's just cool, just how the, the the way the jersey looks and stuff. Uh, you'll but you'll see the shirt and you'll buy it. So just whatever. I'm not if you don't like it, it gonna, then you can't listen to the show. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm gonna have it. Get no, it. I'm gonna send you like a, a slew of them. Sweet. And um, uh, and there's like and there's tank tops and there's like uh, women's and stuff. So we can get Kami some gear and we can get we can get M some stuff and we can get they got onesies and they got everything. I bought onesies for me because I wear them. Cause I, like to wear some, <laughs> I wear baby clothes. That's just like one of, that's my one of my weird things. Anyway, all right. Anyway, so yeah, so Canned Oxygen Design. Follow that. Follow them on all their social media. Their rule and uh, Bravado is cool. So we have it. We're very H Town centric right now, and I like the that we're staying local. Oh yeah, and no. so we sell out and sell out on them, and then go national. And we don't even like the Astros after that. So thank you. That's right. We just yeah no yeah Yankees fans or something. I just I just spilled beer everywhere from this goddamn. <laughs> Duvel or some stupid ass Trappist beer. The monks cursed me, and I took a sip out of it, and now it's overflowed everywhere on me. And I'm stupid ass Belgian monks. You Trappists. <laughs> They're the original trap rappers. Got them. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, do you want to start with the good stuff or the stuff that I'm concerned about? Um, yeah, uh, we can. T- I mean, it, it kind of all r- goes hand in hand. I, yeah, whatever. They're eight and two. All right. Well, yeah. Let's let's start with eight and two. Uh, series against the you're at Arlington, at home against Baltimore, and at home against San Diego. You're eight and two. Obviously, that's that's good. I mean, that's as, that's as good as it gets on a ten game stretch, unless you go, you're going on and you're going ten and zero. Yeah, you, unless play, you just go eight hundred baseball is better than ideal. And I would I would say that that one of either the Doug Fister loss or the the loss against the Padres like the, that could have gone either way and it just it is Well so could Wednesday it's Wednesday's game and so could I mean yeah I mean a lot of games could flip the other way too Well yeah but also nights. with those with the matchup we should have uh, we should have swept San Diego and then maybe lost I don't know man 8 and 2 is about right with the, with that matchup Yeah 8 and 2 works I mean that but I it's think still that's really fair. good if you're playing 800 baseball on a 10 game stretch like well, I mean you're going to win a million games so I don't know <laughs> But I mean you got to you got to think that it's sort of like the the kind of the Red Sox and the Rays like you you expect the Red Sox to win more than they lose like I think the Astros did what they needed to do and they took advantage, you know. They didn't. They didn't do what like the sixteen Astros did, and and drop two of three to Kansas City. That they did what they needed to do. Like you, you have to you have to play your schedule. And if if it happens to turn out that you play three trash teams to open the season, you got to take advantage of that. For sure. I mean, and, and we've talked about this previously. I, I think that the April schedule is very advantageous to setting a tone for the season and really making it really hard to division wise. Um, and then the team, the non-division opponents that they play, Minnesota is the only other playoff team. They could, re- I mean, they could really put put this thing away and be twenty something and five. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, and that's we we laugh, but like seriously, 
No, at one point I I looked at the schedule and I thought fourteen and three is sort of what I'm expecting because they go to the Minnesota and then the Rangers again, and right. and I I sort of think you know I I didn't think I guess when I was planning that out like I didn't think they'd lose I thought they'd sweep the Orioles and sweep the Padres and then drop two you know against the against the Twins and Rangers combined but but fourteen we and three the twins. we and own the Twins they can't beat us. Well, I mean, that's the side of the Memorial Day miracle. Yeah, TARP has ruined them. They can't. It, there's nothing they can do. It's a curse, and they they were also cursed by Travis Monks. And <laughs> they're also no matter what by, happens, they they're going to get tarped. They're cursed by by Jack Frost. Uh, it's going to be like 37 degrees. What's the col- what's the coldest you've ever participated in some sort of athletic event? Uh, uh a Notre Dame football game. It was like uh. It was like 10 degrees or something, and it was not ideal. It was one of the coldest. Like, I got sick from just being cold. <laughs> I don't even like hot chocolate, and I was, like, drinking it like a hobo around a trash fire. Like, it was it was really cold. And, and I know that's not – I think it's guys pretty fucking cold. And just that, that – the, 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 the South Bend, Indiana has weird, like, farm cold. It's like a different kind of cold. <laughs> it's it's flatland cold. It's, it's like It it's, steals all the, the happiness and energy out of Gary, Indiana. That's why it's so terrible, and it puts it into the cold. <laughs> That's why it's, Gary and Indiana is so bad. It's because they take all the energy from it and put it in the cold. Yes, I I, I went to school in Abilene, so it, it's a weird when there's nothing to block the wind. Like it's there's there, you can't do anything. You're just going to be frozen. Yeah, it's it's bad. So yeah, so being outside. Yeah, f- fuck you, Minnesota, for not putting a roof on that thing. You, what are you thinking? I mean, like Arlington doesn't put a roof on, and they're just being. I mean, that's, well, they're idiots. They're being, that's that's to be expected. But that's Minnesota, stupid. that's that's a that's an egregious error. Yeah, it's like not putting a dome in Miami, or at least a retractable roof. Like you know, it's going to be miserable for a, a decent chunk of the season, whether that's at the front end or the tail end. Like, how do you not think like? Hey, we, we we're closer to Canada than we are to like Iowa. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, we should exactly. have something to to like maybe like a, a frostbite station. Like maybe they maybe have one of those. Anything. I mean, if you want to, you want to have a winning attitude, and if you want to play into October. Well, you're already going to have cold. Now that we start the season earlier, you're going to have March games. Not good. It's cold pretty much to, until May. Like I mean, that's. So unless you, you're going to curse the twins by either sending them on the road most of the time for the early in the season, or like what are y'all doing? That's, like I understand, like in Arlington, they had to allocate money towards a sex prison, so <laughs> you guys aren't doing that. So you have that money to put a, a retractable roof on or or a dome, but I would say retractable roof would be what everybody should do going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. So y'all aren't building sex prisons like they are. And theirs is a real elaborate. So I mean, that's, that's cost a lot of money. It's it's under the entire. The entire foundation, like the uh, the whole bottom, is like it's it's a giant, it's a big sex person for sure. So they yeah. spent that money on that, and uh, so that's why they don't have one. But I, you guys have no excuses. I just feel like like Major League Baseball should should maybe grow a brain and and think that if you're going to play until the middle of eight, now if it's like you can't send the like like you just said, you can't send the Twins on the road for the first twenty three games of their season. No, but but you can. I mean, if you're the Twins, you can play. In Oakland, you can play in Houston, you can play in Tampa, you can play, I mean, you, Kansas City, I guess, is is even dicey, but you can do some interleague stuff with the Braves, with the Diamondbacks, like, you can, there's ways to kind of game it to where you're not just making your team play in, in absolutely freezing conditions, 
And I don't understand why any game is being played north in a free state, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. Like, why why is a game being played in a free state before before April 20th? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would kick them out of the league. It's not acceptable. If you're a professional sports team, why are you why are you hindering yourself? Number one, yeah. And why is the league allowing you to hinder yourself? Yeah. And I mean, then uh, thus affecting you know pennant races and games down the stretch. That's just stupid. It's, has- it's just really stupid. And uh, I, every time we play them, sorry, I'm messing with my mic right now. Uh, I, I get mad. And Target Field's beautiful. And I Minnesota is Minneapolis is probably I really ideal during the summer to go catch a game. So I, that's cool. But like you got probably. A month and a half, two months, that you need to figure out that it's not only not ideal conditions. Like we we're threatened with a snow out. Yeah. If a if baseball game gets snowed out, I'm blowing up Minneapolis. I'm just <laughs> gonna blow up the city. I don't care. I, and you know what? I'm hitting St. Paul too. The Twin Cities got to go, buddy. Yeah. No, you we're gonna get you. We're gonna get Minneapolis. Like I will save all of your 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 just cheerful, hearty women. <laughs> <laughs> that other, and they're going to think, and then they'll start opening up meat auctions down here. So yeah, we love your hearty, very just nice women. They they drive Ubers up there, like the Ubers, just nice hearty women that want to like get you safely to places. So yeah. shout out to Minneapolis, thick legged and warm hearted. Yeah, and Viking ship football stadiums, they got it right. That, the, they, you, they have the Viking ship, and you guys just have Target Field, fucking you, bozos, idiots. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right, so debatable on whether or not they actually play tomorrow slash Monday's game, depending on when you're listening to it. Um, but I just don't I don't understand with all the other options that that you could open the season on the road. Like, how do you choose? Like, send the Astros to Minnesota or send any Southern team. I mean, send any team. Any doesn't matter. To play a game in cold is stupid. Yeah, you should be have to punish. Should make them play an inner squad game against themselves that counts against their record. And they both get. They both <laughs> lose. <laughs> a bit it's of a division like, game. It's just. It's a very. It's very bad. <laughs> they, they, should, they need to be punished for this. Like they have to. It's just, the Blue Jays. Like they has to open the Sky Dome and they like they just have to play each other like nonstop. <laughs> a bit of me like Toronto. You could close the roof. Problem solved. Like I don't. I mean, there's there. There are plenty of options that that if you're dumb enough to have an open air stadium, um, and you're close to Canada, that that you should be negatively impacted. If the if playing the Astros is not a, a, a negative enough of an impact as it is, so well you cut out there for a minute, so I didn't hear I didn't hear a word you just said. Still gone. Sweet. Put a stupid-ass roof on it somehow. <laughs> uh, hey, take that tarp and just make it into a, like a tent. <laughs> like a Hooverville, but for but for baseball. A shanty town for baseball, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so 8-2 and two is cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. I like 8-2. and two. I also like that Altuve went 0 for 4, which, is, which seems weird. Um... But he's still hitting 368. Correa's 0 for 3 with two strikeouts and still hitting 310. Uh, Reddick, our boy, our boy Josh Reddick has shutting everybody up. He's come, he's come alive. We needed him to. This is that's why this team's so dangerous. I think, yeah, they're not hitting and it's not ideal. But I mean, that pitching is so good that they can pick each other up all year long. This team's so balanced. It's I don't even know. You know how to handle it. 
I mean, we handle it by being jerks online. That's how we. So handle yeah, it. they just all oh, we're not hitting. We go eight and two, and then like the pitching won't be as good. And we'll be winning games thirteen to three, <laughs> and it's gonna piss everybody off because that's how I mean, the. You could get swept and not score any run. You could score one run against us, or you could get just absolutely drilled. I, I like that, that, that when the when the pitching's not good, we still we still we still hold them to three runs. Uh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite part of what you just said. Yeah, I, but it's suck. scary though because now that now that all that little cute little anomaly we talked about in New York, it looms a little bit larger. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, they're not like they are a super team, but like. Baseball teams are not going to hit for a few games, and it shouldn't be against the goddamn Padres, but... <laughs> right. Uh, one through four in the lineup today, the 4-1 to one win over the Padres. Uh, Springer got a hit, uh, and, that, and that, was, that was pretty much it. So one through four in the lineup went one for... Four, eight, 12. One for 15, uh, with five <clears throat> strikeouts and no walks. Uh, five through nine went three, four, five... Through five for fifteen, with with a bunch of strikeouts and and no walks. The Astros did not draw a walk today. That's that's fairly rare. Uh, but Max Stassi has sort of established himself, and maybe this is like early, <clears throat> like J.R. Toll stuff. Um, but yeah, you use J.R. Tolls anytime you get you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Stassi's hitting four hundred with a with a twelve oh four OPS. <laughs> Stassi's a ball player, man. Like, it's, I, it's, it, when, when players hit like Stassi and like Fishers, like really contributed, it's like, man, that's got to really make everybody terrified. That's like, oh no, the, even the guys that we're not thinking about could be end up being good. Yeah, right. And, and all the like, I wouldn't say voids, but like some of the uh, the weaknesses end up just all strengthening. And it's like, now they just got better. This is not good. Yeah, no, I mean that that's sort of what I think that's what the team's designed to do. Like Correa and Altuve went 0 for seven with two strikeouts. That's an, that's that is an anomaly. Uh, Bregman, if you want to include Bregman there, Bregman, Altuve, and Correa went 0 for 11 with three strikeouts. He had a game winning hit though. So I don't, and I, like I told you in the text, like I at least in the first couple series, he was squaring some balls up and just hitting at the straight center and not pulling it a little bit. But he's gonna be fine. Do you? They all gonna be fine. They it probably we will. gonna be all right. <laughs> we be all right. Um, I you know what? One of the things that that I'm what, I'm sort of working on this for for a, a publication that will that will pay me for it. Uh, is slow starters versus the guys that come out hot and kind of fade down the stretch. Bregman, I mean, and and we're not dealing with a huge sample size with Bregman because he came up late in 16, um, and he got off to a slow start in 17. But now he's, I mean, he's hitting 184 with a with a 548 OPS after after 10 games. Yeah, like that's one of the things that you that you kind of think about, like who. Who starts off slow? Who starts off hot? And can they pick each other up over the course of a 162 game season? Which is sort of what what the Astros did last year. You know, with with a, a majority of the rotation out on the DL at the exact same time. Like that's when they hit. And then when Springer and Correa go down, then their pitching kind of picks up a little bit, and then they put it all together in in the postseason. Yeah. Do, do you think that? I mean, okay. Let me put it this way: uh, Bregman's hitting 184, Marwin's hitting 188. Which one of those will? Which one of those two dudes will finish with a higher? And I, I know all the limitations that go with batting average, but who will finish with a higher batting average, Marwin or Bregman? Oh, that's 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 really tough. Um, I don't. 
I don't really have. I'm not really worried about any. I'm, I'm just, let me start off by saying that a ten game stretch that's not the best, but I'm not really worried about that sample size. Uh, yeah, no, no, a ten game stretch. Like, Marwin's, a ten game, a ten Marwin's stretch. capable of putting up a pretty good batting average. They're pretty. They're if Marwin's playing his best baseball, I think they're. I think they're pretty comparable. I don't know. Bregman could be. Could probably could pop off for three thirty seasons at some point. Yeah. I think he. I think he might end up taking a next a step up, but uh. I'm gonna say Marwin. I think Marwin has a higher batting average. Yeah. See, I I, I sort of feel but like, but I don't. I still don't know. I I, I mean, I'm, like I said, Bregman could come out and hit, put it all together, and all of a sudden he's. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Marwin. We we don't give Marwin enough credit. No, <laughs> we do not I, give how good of a baseball player he is. I'm I'm actually more worried about Marwin because I think he has to know. I, I think he knows how valuable he is to AJ Hinch and to the What's team. What's the contract year? So shove him and make your money. And God but I, I, I think, I think the the pressure of the contract year could could get to him where where he's not. Obviously, he's not the Rule Five guy anymore. But but he's also not only is he trying to stick with this team, but but if he can't stick with this team, he's auditioning for twenty nine other teams. And he could sign with all twenty nine other teams that want to pay him. He's the I mean, a utility player like that is already valuable. He's just. He's what, I, I can't. I can't stress enough how valuable he is, and I, I. I am pretty sure he will be paid, and he will be rewarded. He will. I, I was, have this feeling that we that Jim Crane's just going to just. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to sign everybody, and that we're going to be very happy. I have. I don't know why I think that. Uh, I really think. I really think he's going to do that. Like he cares about. You know, just the little things he does with the like the championship banners and just how he's like only about pennant. You know, it's just there's something about him where he's just like, like he's Usher, rich and he knows it and he wants to win. He wants to do it the right way and he doesn't care. I think, and and I'm working on a, another thing for the athletic about payroll, and I we are underestimating just how much money Jim Crane saved in like 2012, 2013. And also, and also made. He's a, he has so much money. He can do it every once. Everybody can be paid. So the argument about, I don't know how we're going to keep everybody. They can do it. He can literally do it every no, once. And the, the way that the team is structured with, with – and, and I don't know how you feel about, about Keuchel, uh, whether this uh, is – Yeah, let him go. Uh, invite him back for every year, and he'll be a hero forever. I love him, deep, but he's got to go. But, I mean, that's that, – I mean, the way that the contracts – like rotate off, and then and then you've got Verlander, and then he'll rotate off, and Cole will rotate yeah, off. Yeah, it's, it's staggered perfectly. It's it's I, everything is so per- this team's set up so perfect. Everything worked. <laughs> you got Whitley. <laughs> it's and- like a, I mean, it is a, it is an absolute. It's a class. It is a GM class, a PowerPoint presentation on how to set up a team to be. It's unreal. I just it blows me away. Like how everything is just perfect. It's it's really incredible. Like just how the money can work where you. You can pay Correa, you can pay Springer, and and still and and still be in that hundred and sixty to hundred and eighty million payroll range, where you stay under the luxury tax, which is absolute bullcrap. Yeah, you keep prospects coming in. That are, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a perfect funneling system that it's like a machine. It's incredible. It's, it's pretty it's ridiculous. Crazy. Uh, if it so, continues to work, so I'm, I'm I'm all about that. So yeah, I so yeah, Marvin Gonzalez is to circle back to that. Yeah, I. I I don't know. I don't. I think they're the same. I think they hit about the same. I. I uh, more power. I think Bregman's going to have a jump up in power. Yeah. I mean, he was both. Which, which is going to make them their numbers more comparable. Both of what us. Did Mar, what, did Mar, what did Marwin hit? We hit. I don't know. Last year, two ninety. I thought he was. I thought he. Hit, I thought he was about three hundred. Was he not? Hang on. 
Um, he might have just. He might have been. I mean, the two ninety. I, I I round that up. I don't. I just. I'm like that's a pretty much a three hundred. A two ninety is a good year. Uh, he hit. Oh, no, he, he you're hit, right. He hit three hundred three last year. Yeah, three hundred three. Thirty home runs. Thirty four home runs or whatever he hit. Uh, 23, 23, 23, that's what I meant. Uh, that's a really good year. 34 doubles, that, that's probably what you were talking about. Marwin had a great, yeah, Marwin had a great year. But yeah, if you're, if he's, if he's a 300 hitter, um, I, I think Bregman doesn't have that. I think Bregman can jump up and have a monster years, but he hasn't done that yet. So until he does that. And, and the problem, the problem is that we're looking at the first 10 games. If, if one, yeah, if we Bregman, know, this is just the talk on this show to keep us like, to keep us valuable. Yeah. And there's nothing to really talk about there. No, no. If, if Bregman has a 10 game stretch like this and at the end of July, like it's, no, no one talks about it. Like it's, oh yeah, no, it's, it's a rough, it's he's a rough get another hit for the entire year. If he, if he knocks up Chris Sale and <laughs> hits up, just touches everybody up in the playoffs. I don't care. It gets Chris Sale pregnant. Yep. Still deserves it. Well, that's kind of mean. That's not a punishment. That's a beautiful experience. We shouldn't reward Chris Sale with a kid from Bregman. That's a super kid. We can't have that. Uh, other things. We can't have that. We can't have that. But I don't know. Okay, here. Let's get away from that. <laughs> other things I'm concerned about. I'm concerned that the Astros have struck out 10 plus times in six uh-huh. of their 10 games. Yeah. I don't like it. So is that. Is that accurate, or do you think they're just swinging on their first homestand? Because it, I don't know how many strikeouts they, how many times it happened against against the Rangers that opening series. But do you think, do you think there's more of like a because we they keep getting honored and they keep being reminded about 2017? Do you think they're trying to hit home runs and do you think they're overswinging or do you think that they're just? I mean, like Brian Mitchell last night, I would never have been able to. I mean. Put him in a lineup, and I wouldn't pick that he was actually a major league baseball player. But, but he pitched pretty well in that he did. in that one zero game. Well, yeah, and then and also I went the Wednesday game. Uh, Bundy pitched fantastic. I I, yeah. I I almost felt bad for him that how well he pitched to have them piss that win away. But oh well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was some good pitching against the Astros. No, I, I think that I think the our microscope is is on them, and maybe they're pressing a little bit, um, and they are hyped up in the World Series and stuff. But I think it's just. The beginning of April, and they're getting acclimated well, like I mean, every other baseball season. And it's just some guys start out hot and they're lucky, and some guys it just takes about a month. April is a tough month for a lot of teams. It's and just, we're eight and two, so we're just we're eight and two, and we're I would say we're struggling. Yeah, yeah. We're not even playing. I mean, we're not even playing mediocre baseball, and we're eight and two. So like that's that sucks for the rest of the league. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 actually that's a good point. But, but yeah, they're just I, getting I, acclimated, and we're paying attention. And we're like, yeah, uh, and we're like, why aren't they scoring third, hitting? And, you know, it's just they're not. They don't look like the super team that they that they are, and they will. I just wonder, probably be pretty soon. I just wonder how much of it is like you know because Friday, what was the giveaway? The Friday. Uh, I don't think the giveaway. I don't think that shit. I, maybe the first two games, even though they they won them, like just I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't think the players. No, I don't think anybody's pressing. I, I, I no, I think they're just. It's just they're getting acclimated. I mean, because. Yeah, Altuve went 0 for 4, but the, you know he had a stretch where he went 7 for 9. I mean, you know, it's like, it, who knows? They're, they're all fine. No, the, the lack of power is a little weird. But again, that's a, we're talking about a 10-game stretch. Like, that's a, not a, it's not even a sample size. Yeah, no. It's 10, it's, ga- it's 10 games. You need, you need a month. And then we can start making some actual judgments on that may or may not be accurate already. But that is the, you, need, you need about 20 games, 30 games, 25 games, something like that. 
But I mean, the the good. I mean, obviously, the wonderful thing is that while they're having a hard time hitting and hitting for any type of power whatsoever, uh, Garrett Cole might be the first fourth starter to win the Cy Young. God, cool. Garrett Garrett Cole. <laughs> he, uh, God, his stuff's great. Uh, it really is elite stuff, and I and I, and I knew that it was. But I guess just not watching him, I wasn't prepared for how good his stuff is. Yeah. And then you got McCullough's stuff is it's only going to get more dialed in. I'm our pitching staff is just so elite, and uh, and even when Keuchel struggles and isn't at his best, it's just he doesn't make enough errors to get lit up. Mm-hmm. It may be a little uncomfortable. He may give up some runs and some hits and stuff, but like it's never. It's he's the Keuchel is very rarely. He did it maybe once or twice last year. I remember when he's hurt. Like he's not going to lose you many games. No, he's gonna he's gonna go forward. ever. I mean, like you might get. You, sometimes you're going to get lit up. It happens to everybody. But yeah, no, he doesn't. He hasn't pitched to where it's like, oh shit, that was he pitched one one third and or one a third of an inning and got taken out. Like there was that one game he did that. Yeah, no, I mean, like it's exactly the point I was about to make. Like you don't you don't see. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to happen because baseball's weird, but you don't see too many, or you can't foresee too many of the Astro starters going an inning and a third, or getting five outs and getting pulled because they're throwing seventy-two pitches. You know, nobody, no, for everything, we don't. The thing that about the Astros which makes them so good is they do not beat themselves in any in any facet. Never, no. they don't hit. They were playing small ball and they win a game against Baltimore. I mean, like they're. They don't have. They'll they'll get they'll get you any way that they can. And there's no there's no there's nothing you can come in and say this is where we'll get them. There's not a way to get them. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I I can't believe how good our baseball team is, it's, and that we already won a World Series. Like what? What's happening here? Yeah. It's no. They're really good, and and they're gonna be good for for a pretty long time. Uh, let's get to. I'm I'm curious because, um, actual like mental game question. What? Ken Giles, you you still you still good with Giles, or 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 is part of you thinking like uh, maybe this dude just doesn't have it? Okay, I don't. I'm kind of in between on that. I don't. I'm, I don't think. I'm not like oh, Ken Giles is is done. He's he doesn't have it. I don't. I don't necessarily think that. I do have, though have a bias a bias against uh, that that Brad Lidge. And I had to use that that comparison, but. Uh, no, it's that fine. that two pitch style closer, um, it's just not a it's not a longevity type yes type setup. When you, if he's off at all with that slider, or a, a, a team can learn, takes those pitches and he gets behind in the count, he has to throw strikes and he get and, and he's going to give up hits and he's going to get lit up and that and that's where they're at. Like people aren't swinging at that slider and it's it's a dirty fucking slider. He throws real hard. Ken Giles is a good pitcher, but it's just not dynamic enough to uh to keep hitters guessing you can they can sit back and uh and pick their spots and for a closer that's not ideal and he he walks people he has wild pitches he advances runners it's just uh yeah uh all the best to ken giles and his his cadillac eldorado with the 38 inch rims um <laughs> love that car really cool car uh, love the guy, good guy. World Series ring, Ken Giles. He can come in the city anytime he wants. But yeah, if he wants to go to like pitch for uh, Pittsburgh or, <laughs> or go, so, if he wants to go to Minneapolis and pitch in the cold, 
Yes. So pitching, do, I mean, pitch I, with, the, with the ice guys, yeah, with the oh, snow people. So let's say that something really weird happens. Where in the in the morning we wake up and the Astros have traded Giles to the Giants. Are you are, are you mad? Or are you like eh, that makes sense? Because I think that's that's, the, well, that's well that's tough because I mean he, you can't he's not an, he's not like an non-valuable arm like he's a very he is a very important part of the, the bullpen but I don't, I don't know i don't think mads it depends what the deal is well i mean it upon what they're doing but like see and that's, I, don't, I don't know I, I think they have enough to to take care of putting brad peacock can be the closer for all i care <laughs> well i think that's sort of what they're planning on and i, yeah, think I know that's, they're working into it but i mean but there's a and there's a few guys they could do with that so i um i'm kind of a big i've kind of moved into being a big proponent of the uh of just the Matchup type bullpen, no set role. Just go to the matchups. Any guy can go in and get the job. Just have good pitches down there to take care of business. I don't need the same person in there. I really don't. No, I mean, and I don't think they do either. I think they're getting away from that. Stats, stats matter to agents who are trying to get. Yeah, and, and players. I get, I get it, but I don't think the Astros give a fuck. No, they don't. They I really, I really don't. Clearly, they don't. Yeah. But I think that's the way to evaluate like how valuable a player is. Like if you woke up in the morning and found that the Astros had traded Springer, stop saying if I woke up in the morning. Stop saying that. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe, well, maybe. If you didn't wake up, I'd be dead. That'd be ideal. Um, <laughs> it's like maybe, maybe we. I'm just, I just, I just drop in like weird, like goth, sad things, and just in. <laughs> it, you can't really tell. It's like, yeah, man, I uh, can't wait to see what they do in July. I hope I'm alive then. All right, actually, I don't. I won't be dead. It's like, just what? This this podcast (laughs) is sponsored by My Chemical Romance and the Black Parade. Uh, Great album, Um, but no. But I mean, like, like what? Pardon me. When you wake up, like, should (laughs) were you to wake up? If you wake up, (laughs) (laughs) if I haven't, if if we haven't killed each other yet, do and you found out that they traded Springer. Obviously, you'd be like, the what? Why or Correa or Altuve? Like, that's not going to happen. But it kind of trust them. But if, if if they traded, if you you know look in the morning and see like Giles was traded in a late night Sunday early April deal, which never happens, like would you be mad or be like, oh man, that actually kind of makes sense. Like I think that tells you about a player's value. Like if if you were to suddenly lose them, then and it, and if you're like, yeah, all right, well, it gives more of an opportunity to. Francis Martes or or right. somebody else like that that kind of tells you how how you value a player and if Giles was traded I mean I, w- I wouldn't like it I still think he's a good pitcher I think I think he is a straight up head case yeah yeah he might be but I, I'm I'm pretty adamant about the the slider the slider closer thing but yeah he, and he might be and he probably no, should no, be the absolutely. way he got I mean, touched up if you know you have if you know you've got two solid pitches. And all of a sudden, I mean, it, it's sort of it's sort of like if you're driving a car and you have two flat tires, how are you going to get how are you going to get to where you need to go? You because, steal the next to the guy's car, you, you rob a person. But um, yes, if you but if, if you've got two pitches and one of them isn't working, how do you fake that to where you get to where you're going? Like how you do you don't you you have you throw strikes and you get touched up? Yeah, it, and then you well, throw a wild pitch and they have a burn scoring position and then somehow they go all around the bases and without having yeah, it's just. He beats himself, and he needs to fix that. So he needs to fix it in just, the beautiful town of Minneapolis. Um, <laughs> just develop a circle change, Ken Giles. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Much respect to, to uh, Ken Giles, but yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think the uh, I'm kind of at the point where I, with any player, especially this World Series team, 
they all have a they all have a place in the heart. Like I would, I'm not gonna like any of the people, even people like even Tony Sip and people that like that didn't contribute. It's just like they're, they're on that team. Like you get a place in the heart, so you're gonna have some sort of feelings with any of them going. But I kind of trust them. If there's if they send somebody out, there's a damn good reason, and I, I trust this organization until they they teach me not to or they prove me otherwise. Uh, there's no reason to to doubt them. Well, call, call. It, it may it still may be weird, but like. If they if they're sitting there, you know you know if they did it, there's a reason. It's like yeah. two days later, this like a drug test comes out, or they murdered somebody, and it's <laughs> just like and you're just like, God, the Astros are so good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the you know the sort of the prize for the Tigers uh, in the Verlander trade was Franklin Perez, who's yeah. not going to pitch until July because he strained a muscle in his chest or something like that, or his back, and we're like, man, freaking Luno's a I mean, like, like there, but but I really is though. We sort of cautioned against that in the off season on our like three off season shows. Like, at some point, you know, something's not going to work out. That doesn't. It doesn't. It will. Yeah, for sure. One bad thing doesn't, or one bad decision doesn't outweigh all the good decisions that happened. No, most decisions. Typically in baseball, most decisions are not the great. It, they don't all work out. It's a very hard thing to predict. He's gotten so good at it. I think that yeah, it's gonna be well. When one thing that doesn't hit, we're gonna be we're gonna be mad, even though we all should know right now that we, <coughs> excuse me, that we should not be. Well, I mean, the it, it's sort of like the it's the shift. It's and we've talked about this multiple times. Like you only notice the shift when it doesn't work, and it's it's gonna be very rarely. You only notice a trans like the JD Martinez yeah. transaction, like just to cut him with no compensation whatsoever. That you're only going to notice when they you're only going to notice when they screw up because because things tend to go okay for the front yeah. office. It's it's weird. I don't like it because I don't I don't want to be like a cult of personality thing. Well, no, but I mean, but you have every right to have an opinion about certain deals, and and it's still just because you just noticed it then doesn't mean that it's still not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't. You know how I feel about reactionary fans and stuff like that and analyzing every every single move shout out to Astros Twitter fucking dorks <laughs> there it is yes um alright sorry I don't know that was an unnecessary shot but stop stop you know debating things on Twitter like don't stop posing questions just shut up and watch the game I'm sorry yeah. alright go ahead <laughs> um alright what else anything else let me think. Uh, Twins, Rangers. That's what's up this week. Yeah. Uh, that's solid. And whether you got Seattle and Chicago after that, I mean, a good month, man. Hey, there was something. This is kind of random. I was looking at the schedule. I was actually looking. My friend Dusty, we were going to trying to figure out, uh, make a little road trip, you know, catch an away game or something, something. I don't know. Going somewhere. So we were looking at the schedule. There is a, before the Boston series, there's a one-off Yankee game. What is that about? Have you seen that? There's one. It's just one Yankee game, and then we go to Boston for four after that. What on a Sunday? All right, I'm look. I have the schedule pulled up, and I'm hoping that was. I was looking at it. Is your fucking your app messed up? Like that doesn't make any sense. But uh, so I I see four four Yankees games at home, April 30th to May 3rd. This Uh, is on the road. 
So there's three games at New York, May 28th to the 30th. And okay, then, yeah, then something wasn't showing on her thing, then, but yeah. the dates weren't up. I looked at it for half an hour, and I was like, "What? how is there one game? <laughs> no, it's, I was like, I've never seen that in my life. I, there's, okay, yeah, I'm going to tell her she's an idiot, and it's not me. I think the weirdest thing is the, the random two-game home series against the Mariners, June 5th and 6th. That, those series, I, I get real annoyed with those two game series. It's usually like St. Louis comes in or something. Just like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, almost it's almost annoying. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this two game series. I mean, you, the the thing is, you look at the schedule and you're like, I, I'm, I don't. I mean, just how how good the Astros were last year and how, and the start they've gotten off to this year. I mean, is there a series that or a stretch where you're like, ooh? That's yeah, that, that that the Yankees Baltimore Boston back to back stretch. That's that's gonna be tough. Eight games or six games, whatever that is, on the yeah. road. No, it's seven seven games. Seven at, games. Yeah, that's. I mean, have them back to back, and that's usually the case. But that's that'll be fun at New York and. And I'm not scared Boston. of them, but that's. I mean, that's a that's a that's a rough stretch. But oh well, I mean, they're gonna love it. It's gonna be fun. Those are the, those are the besides Cleveland's not playing very well. Those are the two teams you got to worry about. Or at least, so I mean, that's fun. Let's go. Let's go do it. But. Yeah, every series you look at, you're like, Toronto, oh no. Uh, yeah, you're, every series is like, well, we win that series, win that series, win that series, win that series. And yeah. you know some are going to break bad, like I thought this Padres series was. I really... Except the Padres for really scaring the hell out of me. I t- I w- I've been calling them garbage all week. I'm just like, well, I didn't even like... Res- I'm just like, yeah, okay, let's get, let's get at least two out of three from Baltimore, because I'm not even worried about the trash-ass Padres, the worst organization <laughs> in the league, and then come in and... Literally, that are all just nail biters. I'm. I was. I. I thought like I was pr- mentally prepared to to drop two of three against San Diego just because I would have been pretty mad about that. I don't even know that. I know it doesn't matter, and it's early. I would have been very upset with that. No, and, and I. I mentioned this. I don't know. Yesterday, I think uh, on one of the morning posts, like like you you got to understand because like, Hosmer before he made his hilarious uh, overrun of a oh, of a thirty foot pop up. Um. Hosmer's like, you know, we have to understand that we, we've got to be on our A game or we're going to get straight up embarrassed. And that that's like a direct quote. That there are – the teams have a different view of the Astros. Like it's almost like it's everybody's homecoming game. Like you – the team – But you have to – he's right. He's absolutely right. Yeah, but there's – They have to – you saw Baltimore. Baltimore gave us their best shot and renegated Grand Slam when we beat them 10-6 or whatever it was. It's like <laughs> – that's got to be demoralizing, knowing that you you can't make any mistakes. Yeah, or no, if you this make team one can punish mistake, you. Yeah, but but teams are are mentally preparing to come to Houston or they're the world champions. They should or to play the. But that's that's not something we've had to deal with for what fourteen years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that? and it can be tough too because when you're taking everybody's best shot, I mean that's. You know, that happens to, like, elite college football programs and, like, the Patriots, you know, people like that. And, so, you know, I don't know. It's it, It's got to be really annoying to take everybody's – everybody's just trying with all their might just to beat you with a little something extra. Yeah, I mean, if you're – I think they're up for it. I mean, of course they're up for it. But it's just – yeah, that's it, – it just adds a little bit of – it's like, oh, these guys won't stop. It's like they're actually hustling. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's it, – I mean, to, to look at the Padres and be like, oh, they're terrible or they're going to be terrible for another year or two, then I think the Padres are going to be really good. They will. They'll get there. But but to think like you're playing a team – you're playing a team that, that's full of like young guys with one very random, very expensive free agent like Osmond. <laughs> it's a, it's a weirdest signing of all time. Yeah, that, that, that they're – it's not they're not looking at at this series like it's a developmental league like they're measuring themselves like that's a very different opponent 
to to face like the team that that is trying to gauge how far along they are versus a team that's just bad. I mean, like if you were, I mean, the 2013 Astros were absolutely God awful. And I don't know how many times they went into a series thinking like, this is how we measure ourselves. Cause I don't, I don't think they were good enough to. They weren't. They were. They were not on the. They weren't on the the scale yet. Yeah. So, but but to play to play teams that are that are pretty good, or are getting better, but but then they have the added like mental motivation that they're measuring themselves against you, and if they beat you, they're like, okay, things are gonna be things are gonna go okay. Like that's a very different opponent than than a team that is fielding a twenty five man roster where like seventeen of them should be in the minors. No, you're you're 100 right. It is, but at the same time, we have the luxury of being good enough to. If we play our game, we can beat their best punch, and we are good enough to beat anybody, and that's pretty cool. Eight out of ten times. Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. We can play bad baseball and win, or we can, yeah. So that yeah, it's super annoying, and that's you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe that maybe they like that. Maybe that's uh, you know, a competitors like games they like they like that well i think i used to i used i'm a i'm super competitive when i was playing sports and i I would hate when a team wasn't it was like their the coaches started they didn't care they were screwing around and like they weren't playing serious it ruined the game for me i got i'd get mad yeah i don't know so it's like you you kind of want to i don't know well i mean like i'm a or they're just playing the same way they want to win every game and kill everybody that's pretty much what i think they what they think well yeah because I mean that's that's what you do, but like on on like I coach soccer and a freshman uh-uh. team, a freshman team, and there were a, a few occasions where and and it, they're these dudes are were pretty good this year. That I mean, you get up to you get to a point where it's and it's different with freshmen versus like dudes that are getting paid millions of dollars. But you get to a point where uh, sure you could win fourteen nothing, but what does that actually accomplish? So you say like, all right, you cannot shoot inside the eighteen, and if you do, you're getting you're getting benched, and you try to make you try to make it a learning experience rather than just to go out and embarrass you know, right twenty dudes. Because well, that, that is nothing when you're winning soccer games thirteen to thirteen nil. Yeah, what, is, <laughs> and what does that like, do for you? Do. But if if you tell dudes like you can't shoot if with your like decent foot, like if you're right footed, you can only take shots with your left. That's fun and, as hell. That sounds fun. Yeah, and you're gonna get something out of it because you're like, oh crap! All right, this is this makes it a little. Yeah, bit you're harder. gonna get you're gonna get a loss because you're playing around. <laughs> well, but, I mean, you don't do that. You don't do that. No, I know, I know, I know. Nothing. You don't. No, you know, you you put teams to rest. But yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. But I mean, it's just a it's a weird position to be in where, for I mean, who, I mean, honestly, like, what regular season series are you gonna get ramped up for? Yankees, Red Sox, Indians. Yeah, the, the other, the other playoff team only pretty much they have cleveland and they may they may be bad and uh, kind of flame out and it'll take all the luster off that it's it's boston it's new york it's uh i think the uh if, if the astros I, I, we can, play that we play the giants um i think the giants are gonna oh, still not that great i don't know man that's about it if the if the if the otani hype is real the rangers just because we like fucking those guys up no and yeah the, no that's that's a team you don't put those kind of restrictions on like if you can beat them 27 to nothing beat them 27 yeah no, yeah and, and the team will too i love that yeah, uh, but I mean, yeah, like, no, there'll be matchups like that, like you said, Otani. Um, I'd I'd love for the Angels to uh, not push us because they're not, but uh, I'd like I'd like to have a little bit of competition, not us losing. I don't know. I want I want them to be good. 
Yeah, no, I mean, good, I, good I, enough, I and mean, I think they will be, but I, I, they are not as good as we are, and we should win the, the division seven games plus, in my opinion, five games, which is a lot. But thinking, I'm thinking, like, oh, and what? Oh, I, we're gonna run away with it, but I'm trying to be, I'm trying to like give them some credit. No, no, I was, I was on Alan Michael's show on Friday. I was, he was like, "What do you think about Otani?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't think yep. about that dude." But but if it if it means that the Astros win by fifteen games as opposed to twenty, then cool, he's good for the game. You know, yeah. he's exciting. The Angels are cool. You know that I, I that's like. about what they are. They're not. I mean, they're not. They're not good yet. I mean, they're just not. Mike Trout's a elite superstar. He's gonna. I don't know why he's in, in fucking Anaheim, but all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the right. division's weak as hell. It's a weak ass division, and uh, we're gonna run away with it. Unfortunately, for the rest of the West. So, what team? And we'll, we can close with this. What team? If if Trout was traded, if you were lucky enough to take a breath in the morning and not die overnight, <laughs> if you're awake, like, damn man, I'm, I'm waking up too much. I'm trying to die here. <laughs> if if Trout was traded to this team, you'd be like, oh crap. Obviously, it's going to be New York off the rip, and then Texas would be the worst if he stayed in the division. And he's in Texas. That would that'd be brutal. Uh, you no, know, that's true. The Rangers don't have the farm system to to make that trade, but yeah, but you're right. If you get Trout in there and he's just and just kind of come up and is he's beating us and like he's just playing for them, like it's just that'd be brutal. Um, but yeah, if they keep that the the Yankees keep the young nucleus and then yeah, then you put Trout with uh with Stanton and Judge and uh, Gregorius, then yeah, we're in some fucking big trouble. Oh my, <laughs> straight up big. We're straight in some straight up big trouble. <laughs> Giancarlo, Golden, some actually, you know what? Stanton. But it, it would be not the best, and that uh, that'd be good for them. But our team is still right there. It's comparable. It's still comparable. If you had Stanton, Judge, and Trout, that, that I mean, that's fantastic. But uh, Correa, Altuve, Springer, Bregman. I mean, these we're talking about. It's the same thing. I mean, that power wise, that's great. But I mean, we're talking about we're talking about two MVPs and uh, and then. Like some one A one B type people that, and then there's potential there. I mean, it's it's pretty, still pretty comparable, Dan. I don't I don't know if the that's that's a killer. I mean, it's a, it's the it'd be the best uh, three four five in the uh, in the league for sure. But that doesn't make them that doesn't just supersede them automatically. It'd be scary, and they're gonna be good. But I'm saying that doesn't anoint them. They'll somehow like Hideki Matsui shows back up in his pitching. You got Cece Bethy doesn't retire. You got Lenny from the Bronx. He just starts pitching for me. He wears an old Babe Ruth jersey and yells racist things. Like so, you got you got a bodega that opens up. Yeah, I don't know, man. They don't fucking the Yankees. Desus and Merrill. I'm never gonna give him any respect, but yeah, don't. I can't have him sign in Boston. I mean, what sucks is that's where he's signing. So that's. That's just we got That's one thing as a as a winner, you got to worry about that. Now it's like ah oh, fuck the goddamn Boston and Yankees just signing everybody. So anybody that's a big free agent, just get ready for that. I think unless Jim, unless Jim Crane just wants to, to steal them and sign them, which he might. He might. He might. I think. I think Trout. If he goes anywhere, I think he goes back to Philly because he's like a Philly guy. Like he's from that part of New Jersey. And he's getting. He's getting to the point. Yeah, for sure. He's getting to the point where that's like that's the move. You stay in. Uh, I'm not going to call it Los Angeles. You're going to stay in Anaheim forever. Um, or, yeah, you do the hometown thing and go uh, play for your hometown, your your childhood team. Uh, I, I think he ends his career with the with the Angels, honestly. I mean, why not? Oh, what a great guy. Mike Trout's the best. I wish I, I wish he could have played somewhere else. And he's still a superstar and still the the best. But and they it would be nice. It's nice to see him playing meaningful game, more mean, more meaningful games than uh, 
don't know, not stupid ass Anaheim. Yeah. But oh well, we have the best player now, and we're the best team. Mike Trout can go move to Minneapolis, and or he can go to on a road game in Arlington, get stuck in the sex prison. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today.